Welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Hope you guys are having a great night tonight. I haven't done a podcast in a couple of months now. I've been under the weather. If you've listened to my most recent episode, especially in season one, you know I suffer with chronic pain. So I've had a bad flare-up since November, I believe is the last time I did a podcast. And I've been going through a lot of trials and tribulations on top of that too as well. So, but I'm trying to pull through it. Maybe there will be a way made soon, hopefully. But I want to tell you folks that hopefully I can get back. Maybe doing a podcast again each week. Every time I try to work something out of doing a podcast something would come up where I can't like I said I want to do a podcast twice a week but that did not fall through like I was hoping there's always something to stand in my way to put a block on every wish I have and it it is frustrating so I just have to work with what I can and when I can right now. I was hoping to have, you know, almost close to as many episodes as season one did, but I knew from the bottom of my heart that it's not going to happen. But I do want to talk to you guys about something important, and... What i am got to say tonight, most of you probably have already heard similar stories to this. You've probably seen it on YouTube, all over social media, but that's okay too. Just be careful who you listen to because there's a lot of people out here pretending to be prophets of God and they are not. They may can prophesy and it come down to like they said, but you got to realize there are evil people out here who can do the same as the children of God. And you've got to start recognizing the spirits. I do believe we are living in the end times, but I'm not going to sit here tonight and tell you, oh, the rapture is going to take place at the end of the year, or it's going to take place in five years from now or what day or what time for no one knows these things. Not even Jesus himself, the Son of God, knows, nor does the angel, only the Father, and that is Scripture. So if anybody's ever telling you that they had a vision or seen in a dream or God spoke to them about the day and time of the end, they're lying to you and they have been deceived by the devil or his demons themselves. God will not tell anybody when the end of time is. So if you don't think the Son of Christ, the Jesus Christ, the Son of God knows, and the Holy Spirit don't even know, and the angels don't even know, only the Father that created us, so what makes you think we're so special that God, the Father, is going to tell us? He's not. Just, it's going to be a surprise for everybody. But we do know the signs, as Jesus spoke, of the signs of the end, what is to take place. Now, this podcast, 
I'm going to do a YouTube video as soon as I do this podcast as well. So if you'd like to catch it, the YouTube video, jump over and watch it. And all you got to do is type in Abe's Front Porch Talk, the same that's on this podcast, into the Google search bar or the search bar on YouTube, and it'll pull up all my videos. I have almost 100 videos, so check them all out. Don't forget to subscribe. Also, that reminds me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, look for the support button and follow the instructions. Also, let's go ahead and get started. And I I have still been under the weather, but I felt like I needed to get this out. And if I should title today's podcast... It is going to be Time is Up. So, folks, our time is up. But I don't know exactly what day and time our time is up. This coronavirus we're living in is one of the plagues of God, I do believe. I believe this is one of the plagues to clean up the corruption that's going on in the earth. And I believe this is the year and the seasons that we're living in that we're going to see a lot more destruction go on. Other disasters are going to be happening. We have now accepted the wrong to be right and the right to be wrong. We, as the children of God, or those who professes to be the children of God, are no longer discerning evil, but they've called evil good and the good evil. And Jesus don't like this stuff. God is saying he is tired of this. When the truth is before us, and we see the truth, and we're reading stuff on TV or social media that we know is the truth, but we refuse to believe it and we accept the lies of what people are saying the truth is the lie and we accept it, then we are doing wrong and we must come back to the repentance of God. We can't believe the lie and say we're Christian people. It does not work that way for we're breaking the Father's Ten Commandments. We can't even lie and make false accusations and we're doing this as well. In one of my podcasts or YouTube videos, I made a comment saying many people are going to be hurt. I think it was in one of my YouTube videos called A Change is Coming. And this was done in October, about two, three weeks before the election. And I did not go into a whole lot of details about the change. I kind of knew what the change was, but I did not go into a whole lot of details about it. And um, I really honestly did not know about how the election was going to go myself, but I just knew to title the video, A Change Is Coming. You can look it up on my YouTube channel and watch that video. I just knew that there may be some disasters that was going to happen, and I just didn't know what type of disasters. So, anyways, moving on, 
to what I'm getting at here. We're talking about people repenting of their sins. And we know right from wrong. But at the same time, we're doing wrong and think we're still going to make it into the kingdom of heaven because we believe once saved, always saved. Well, that once saved, always saved is not true. You can't get out here and fornicate or you can't get out here and steal. You can't get out here and lie or falsely accuse people and think you're going to make it to heaven when you die. That's not how that works. You got to live this thing. You got to do what God's telling you. You've got to be obedient to God. You've got to start discerning the good and the evil. You can't believe your preachers. When you go to church and your pastor is preaching the gospel or your Sunday school teacher is teaching in Sunday school, you got to be able to discern that person whether they're teaching and preaching the truth to you. Oh, they can make it sound so good down to the T that it is of God, that it is all holy and all this righteous stuff. But at the end, when they die, there are many preachers in hell that people thought would be there. In heaven, I mean. People thought these preachers and Sunday school teachers would be in heaven. But they were preaching lies. They were deceiving the, the congregation. Sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied here. And nobody in the church was discerning these people. They were welcoming the devil in calling it all holy and acceptable unto God, calling it godly, saying they were preaching the truth, and they were not even preaching the truth because they were serving the devil some way or another because God knows the hearts and thoughts. You've got to get deep inside these people. There's too many witchcrafts going on inside the churches today. And I will be talking about how witchcraft works in the churches later on throughout the year. And I will explain this, because a lot of people won't agree with this, but it is true that it is witchcraft. And God has dealt with me. And I've talked about some of my experiences that I've had with demonic entities already. So you can check that out in this podcast, because i got one titled, It's Paranormal. And I speak about what had happened to me, but there's still a lot more with that to come. But I'm waiting on more stuff to start taking place that I believe is going to happen this year or in this season as the months go by. So even though seasons change in our time from spring to summer, from summer to fall, a season in God's time could be one whole year. So I'm just giving it more time. As time goes by, I'll start talking more about certain things. Anyways, let's learn how to discern. Let's get over this once saved, always saved and realize you cannot steal or cheat and lie and do the stuff I just said. So be careful. And think you're going to heaven. For many people, many people that's not even in leadership said, Oh, I've been saved. And they were killed in a car wreck or died of some sickness thinking they were ready. And when they realized and they stood before God, and he said, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. It says in the Bible 
this one scripture scares me. Many people will prophesy in my name, and many people will cast out demons in my name, and I will still tell you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. That this has already happened to many preachers and churchgoers over the years, deacons in the churches, because they lacked love, acceptance. They rather hate and judge and condemn. They rather do all these corruptions and thinking they were saved and not saved. And I'm going to take a short break here, folks, and I will be getting more deeper into this. So please stand by. I'm going to take this break. Thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Just hang with me till the next episode. I mean, the next segment here. Okay, folks, welcome back. Thank you for that short break. Now, let's get on here to Time is Up. Now, in Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, it says, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be be and hundred and twenty years. So way I've always understood the scripture and been taught what has been said here, and the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, which means what I was backing up a while ago saying this once saved, always saved does not work. Now to those who do not believe in once saved, always saved they still think they're righteous and holy before God, and they are not. And they think they have nothing to repent for themselves, so they think they're fine. And this is where many other preachers and Sunday school teachers have misled and deceived a lot of people over the years. Because they say, well, I'm not out here fornicating. I'm not out here doing drugs or drinking alcohol or getting out here stealing and cheating and lying. And they're not being humbled when they're thinking all these things. And they say, I pray and I read my Bible. I listen to gospel music and I worship God. I can prophesy. I can speak in tongues. I've done all these things in the name of the Lord. But there's something you're lacking and God has been dealing with you to change and come to the repentance of Him and you have yet done this 
And even people who do not go to church, those who used to walk with God that's turned their backs and now live out in the world going doing whatever they want to do, not even acknowledging God exists anymore. But God is still trying to deal with you and convict your heart to come back to Him or even the lost that's never been taught about God and He's still dealing with them and pulling and tugging and they feel this pull and tug that they need a change in their life but they don't go with it and after so long of a time God says I've withdrawn He pulls from you and you can never repent again once He withdraws from you and that's very scary it goes back to the scripture I said many can cast out demons in His name many will cast out demons in my name or I mean Many will prophesy in my name as well. Sorry, I repeated myself there. But you get the point of what Scripture is saying. This should put the fear of God in you to want to repent and make sure He has not withdrawn from you. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the President of the United States, a king or queen of a nation. I don't care what your title is, what type of name you have. We all got to come to the repentance. And I believe deep down inside we will know if God is still dealing with us or not. I believe we will know if God is withdrawn from us. There's a lot of people in the churches who have hate. They think they got love, but they have hate. And we all know the story of the rich man and Lazarus. But we don't take that to concern anymore this time. We're living in the days of the rich man and Lazarus. And some of us are rich men and some of us are Lazarus. And we don't even care about the Lazarus, but we care more about ourselves. And as long as we are taken care of, that's all that matters. And we call a lot of people, I've heard it said that a lot of people that are homeless, they're bums, no-gooders. I mean, all kinds of names and labels for these people. Worthless just wanting to live off people and not work and maybe there's a reason they're homeless maybe they can't work maybe it was a health issue who knows maybe they done something in life that's hurt them where they can't get a job anymore we don't know their story because we don't know the individual but we're judging and condemning maybe their family just got tired of them and maybe they see this now but they need help somewhere deep down inside but we've got them labeled and we are the rich man and we're just passing them up on the street corners. Now, I'm talking to myself too on a lot of this now. And trust me, I felt conviction over a lot of this that I'm telling you too. So, but my point is, we see this and we think we're righteous with God and he told us, Jesus told us the story about the rich man and Lazarus. But we're not having enough fear of God that we're the rich man and we're doing a lot of people wrong. And we're treating these Lazarus like nothing. We're doing the same thing the rich man did, laugh and mocked him. And we think we're going to go to heaven, but we're going to find ourselves as the rich man did. Because we're going to be known as the rich man. And God has been convicting us of this for years and generations. But nobody is taking 
a hold of the conviction. We're pushing God back. We're pushing the Holy Ghost back. We're we're not feeling the Holy Ghost conviction like we should either. We're quenching the Spirit of the Lord, and you can't quench that. And for many of us, we are walking on dangerous grounds. And no, you cannot just come to repentance anytime you want. Because if the Spirit of the Lord is still not dealing with you, you can no longer repent. He gave you enough time to come to the repentance. But you will not take it in that season, that hour, that moment God dealt with you. He may dealt with you for five or ten years and you will not take it. And He withdraw from you. And you can't come back because he has withdrawn. Let's go on over. Since I just read Genesis chapter 6 here and spoke on this. Let's go over now. This is about rebellion. It's the same as witchcraft. And when God told you to do something to go and feed your neighbors or feed a certain family member, and they are alcoholics, prostitutes, or drug addicts, and God said, take them some food, take them some clothes, take them some water, and you rebuke God, said that it was Satan trying to trick you into feeding this person, or do whatever God told you to do, and you said it was Satan, and you went to church and stood up and testified that Satan tempted you, to go and do something for somebody who does not live for the Lord and you knew it was Satan tempting you to go and feed this person because all they was going to do is go back and buy drugs. And the preachers and the church goers stood up and clapped their hands said, Amen, you done the right thing, brother or sister. That was Satan tempting you. And it was not Satan. God told you to do that because you may, that day, that hour, at that time, you might could have won that person over to the Lord, and you missed your chance on that. And when you died, God's going to bring this person to your attention, and he's going to say, Remember, I told you to do this, but you rebuked me and called me Satan. You called me a demon. And it was me telling you, go, because you put labels on your family or your neighbor and you did not agree with their lifestyle, but I told you what to do. I told you to feed your enemies. I told you to do these things. Even in the Word of God, I spoke to you and told you, go do it, and you wouldn't do it. And you stood up in my house and you said Satan did it. And everybody applauded, even the shepherd I put before you as the pastor applauded and said, you've done the right thing. You did not do the right thing. Now, not only are you have died and standing before God and hearing this and fear setting up in you, but that pastor and the leaders that applauded and the churchgoers that applauded didn't even correct you. Now, they're going to be in trouble for not sending out correction to you and thinking you done right because that's how they believe also and that is wrong. And everybody rebelled, especially you. You rebelled. And it says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. See, stubbornness 
There, that runs in people a lot. This also, the spirit of stubbornness is on a lot of people. You can't explain nothing to people who are stubborn. It's got to be their way or no way at all. You cannot have the spirit of hatred on you and say you love God and talk about racism all the time. You can't talk about certain things and when somebody comes to you and say, hey, I don't believe you should be talking like this. I, the Bible says you're supposed to love and accept everyone and you say, no, it's like this. Your stubbornness is kicking in. And stubbornness, when you don't want to be educated or learn anything new or move on because your stubbornness is in the way and you let your stubbornness get in the obedience of God which made you rebel, which we just read is is as the sin of witchcraft, which comes from 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. So your stubbornness has made you dis become disobedient and rebel against God, and you're automatically doing witchcraft. Now, you're also in iniquity and adultery because of the stubbornness. So you got all these other major sins running against you, and you can't even see the truth through this scripture because you got blinders on. Because your stubbornness is not letting you take the blinders off so you can comprehend what Scripture is actually saying. But you can find fault in everybody else. But you don't want to see your own sin. You don't want to see your own fault. You will never admit to your own faults of what you've done to somebody or said to somebody. If you even try to physically hit somebody or said something harsh to someone and then... That person quit talking to you and you tell other people, oh, they got mad at me because they just didn't like I done this or said this, blah, blah, blah. But you told it in a different way. Then you're lying and breaking the Father's Ten Commandments because you're accusing this person of doing something that they did not do because you're telling it a total different way than what actually happened when you were the one that said harsh words or you tried to get physical with the person. But you may reverse it around and say the person started yelling and screaming at you and all you was trying to do was talk to them and explain certain things to them and they blew up at you. Well, there's two sides to every story, but a lot of people don't want to hear the other person's side of the story and get the truth out of it. They just want to hear one side and take up that one side. But if you are a preacher or a child of God, anybody who is a child of God, you don't have to be a preacher or some leader in the church. If you're even just a child of God, you've got to understand where both people are coming from. You don't have to get involved in it, but you've got to be able to help these people and how to overcome these things and how to work through this. But if you're just taking sides, then that's wrong for you and you're being disobedient to God as a leader or anybody. We can't be rebellious towards God either. Or we're going to be held as we're doing witchcraft. So let's get rid of our stubbornness. And get rid of our rebellion. Because once again, stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery. So when you stand before the Lord and He said you are a very stubborn person. Which is the same as iniquity and adultery. There's two or three right there against you. And then you got rebellion, so that adds one more, which is going to be four, and no telling what else is going to be going on. 
So let's go about murder. Let's talk about murder a little bit. A lot of people think it has to be with a gun, rope, knife, some type of weapon like that, a sword, you know, anything. But our tongue is a deadly weapon. So every time we talk bad about somebody or lie or falsely accuse someone, we're killing that person spiritually with our tongues. We're taking someone's life somehow, physically or spiritually, with our tongues, and we can't even see what we're doing. So once again, God told us not to do these things in the Ten Commandments. Thou shall not bear false witness. Thou shall not lie. We rebelled from the Father's Ten Commandments, which is the same as witchcraft. So every time you break the Ten Commandments, you're rebelling against the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. So you need to think about this and really think. And you need to think about what I just said about murder, you kill people with their tongue. So if you died and you had killed somebody, and maybe this person took all they could take, and you said something that sent them over the edge and committed suicide, you better believe you're going to be responsible for that person's death through suicide because you killed them with their tongue. And a lot of people don't see that. This is one of the stubbornness that some people today, oh, they got mad and just killed themselves because they couldn't handle the truth. How much pressure and what all did you say to that person where they couldn't take your words anymore by your tongue because you cannot tame your tongue like Jesus said to do? And he tells us, your tongue is a deadly weapon. Your words will kill. But yet you rebelled. Because of your stubbornness. You see what I'm saying here? Does that make better sense? This is all I've got for tonight. I hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share this podcast out with others. If you'd like to support Abe's Front Porch Talk, look for the support button. And follow the instructions and just do what it says there. Um, I know I've been trying since 2019 when I first started this podcast to get support too as well. And I know money's tight for a lot of people and it is for me also. But I'm said in my YouTube videos, if anybody can support, this will help me with better equipment so I can do a lot more interviews with people, have special guests on my show each week, and I'm trying to start adventuring out and travel and go certain places, so this would help with traveling expenses, food, insurance on the car, fuel for the car, the wear and tear, things like that. The stuff that I would need. Um, it doesn't have to be nothing too fancy right now. But I'm trying to branch out. So if you'd like to help me here. It will be greatly appreciated. I want to also. For an example. I want to do some exploring too. With my YouTube channel. That way I can bring. The world into homes. Where people are isolated. Like the disabled and the elderly. Who cannot get out. And, you know, there are people at my age and younger who are disabled and cannot get out of their homes. Yes, there are 
other explorers too but you know who do the same thing but I want to be able to bring some good stuff to you like going to Universal Studios or Disney World and bring all the excitement to you guys because I'm disabled myself so this is one step that I have further than other explorers because they can go out and do whatever they want. They don't know what it feels like to be isolated in the homes and having the walls closing in on you. So I do, and this is where we all can relate to each other through this. And I would like to help you guys see the world through my YouTube channel and maybe speak about it here on this podcast as well. So go to my YouTube, subscribe there. Abe's Front Porch Talk, A-B-E, apostrophe S, Front Porch Talk. Hope to see you guys there. Thank you so much.